What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the channel. You're on Fan the Flame podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, we have just been blessed with what God has allowed uh, this platform to do, the relationships that have been opened up because of it, uh, the people's lives who have been blessed because of it. Um, I have many people reaching out to me on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, the, the, the YouTube channel that I have for it. If you don't follow that, just go to Fan the Flame podcast. You'll see uh, a picture of a dove on fire. Um, follow that. Subscribe to that. Go to all platforms where podcasts are available and uh, just get in line with what, what's going on here because I know that you're going to be blessed by the people that are on and uh, the things that are said. Um, uh, this, this platform, um, this podcast rather, was kind of built off of the idea that there's a lot of people walking around in their faith and in, in, uh, in their Christian faith that um, are, are just just normal everyday believers and they they want uh they want to understand what it takes to be encouraged to fan the flame the fire that god has instilled in everybody that has become a born-again believer they have a fire they have a flame and this podcast was built off the idea that we can encourage we can lift up we can build together we can um push one another forward we can disciple and we can truly change the world one person at a time. Uh, if God chooses to use more than that at a time, awesome. But that's kind of was my goal in creating this. And I had so many people that were just graciously um, patient with me as um, they kept telling me, hey, you need to do this thing. You need to do this thing. And so here we are. This is the 18th episode. And um, uh, we're going to have more guests on. Um, on the next one, um, I'll have an amazing, amazing brother um, whom I love dearly. He is a spiritual mentor to me. He has discipled me. Um, I'm not going to drop any names tonight or today, whenever you're hearing this, but uh, he is just an amazing man of God, and I'm so excited uh, to have him on. The last episode was, of course, with Mitch Moeller, and uh, what a beautiful time him and I had together in discussing the rising of godly men and uh, where God is taking gym culture, where God is taking men and, and, and masculinity and where he desires masculinity to be the way he created it. Um, and so, so many good things, so many awesome people, and I appreciate every one of them. And so with this being the 18th episode and with um, the, the waiting of the next uh, guest on, I wanted to do an episode of acknowledgments of people in my life. And this is not limited to these people who I'm going to talk about today, but there's so many more. I couldn't even probably name everybody on one podcast that has influenced me um, in such beautiful ways. So many people that have shared their life with me and given me so much teaching, um, so much correction um, in life. And I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to be a son to God. And sometimes it's baby steps and sometimes it's all out sprints, but he is faithful. He is patient. He is kind. He is everything that he speaks of in his word. And I have found favor in God because of nothing that I've done, but because of the blessed assurance of Christ Jesus and his finished work on Calvary's Hill. And you can have that assurance. You can have that blessing and you can have some of the people in your life that I'm going to speak about tonight. They may um, be in different places. Uh, they may be ministering in different places. They may not even be ministers. They may just be disciples discipling, which is beautiful in of itself. 
everybody needs to have a corner of people who are influencing them to grow down deeper in their faith. If you do not have that, you are truly missing out and you're truly missing out on so many more blessings that God, I believe, wants to deliver to you and to help you fan the flame in your own walk to build up your Christ-like, your Christ-likeness. And in Christ, we have all things that are needed. And so he will bring you in those all things. He will bring you the people that are needed for your journey. Um, I have just been eternally blessed with people um, in my corner that have helped me grow, that have um, pointed me in the right direction, that have chased Jesus fervently and challenged me to come along with them. And so tonight we're going to go over a few of those. And listen, if I don't drop your name, just know uh, it wasn't intentional. Um, I just had so many people that I could probably talk about, like I said, for days and days, and I wouldn't even get through them in five episodes. So, um, so first of all, uh, I am so obviously, obviously my creator and sustainer, Christ Jesus. He is the number one person because he is a person. Holy Spirit is a person in my life. He's the number one influence. He is the number one. Um, he, he is the number one person that uh, has has changed me. Guys, I can remember back in in old times when I was chasing the things of the world and just feeling really unfulfilled and nothing that I did and nothing that I tried sustained me. But when I surrendered my life to Jesus, he changed everything. And I am still on a path of change with him. I am, I'm leading um, a lifestyle of repentance. I am leading a lifestyle of believing that he has more. I'm leading a lifestyle who in which uh, my faith is being tested, but I'm also growing in him. So shout out to Jesus, my hero, my comforter, my confidant. Uh, next, my wife, my beautiful wife, Cassie. Um, she has just been such a staple for me. She has been, uh, she, her purity is like that of nothing else. I've never met somebody so pure and so um so deep in in so many different things her affection her devotion her love for her children our children her love for other people she is so placid and self-contained i i just i can't say enough about her she's shown me um what life is supposed to be like and she helps me slow down she helps me get into a place of understanding more rather than just running and hoping um she She's had to pull the reins on me multiple times, but she's also trusted me when it didn't make sense. When I said, hey, I believe that the Lord is, is going here with this, and I believe that we're supposed to go, she's trusted that, and she's allowed me to experience those encounters um, freely with the Lord and with her, and it's grown us. And so, babe, I love you, Etern eternally grateful for you, could not do life without you, don't even want to think about it, so... Mwah. Love you much. Um, of course, my children, um, amazing uh, God-given little beings, um, one not so little. He stands at 6'3", so he towers over me now, but he's still my baby. Um, still love him to death. Um, my daughter as well. She hears from Jesus better than me, better than me most days, and uh, so thankful for her. Um, mentors, encouragers, people that have have really helped me grow in this thing, you know, um, ministers, um, Darren Eubanks, amazing man, uh, thankful for him and his just commitment to his family and how he's shown me that that is important being committed, 
Uh, I'm thankful for his platforms, the places that God has allowed him to trod and to be victorious in. Um, so thankful for our friendship and our relationship and him again, pushing me to do this podcast. Um, just want to acknowledge him tonight. Uh, there's so many people in this next cluster that, you know, there's so much about each and every one of them that I don't even know if I could get through it all, but you know, Clinton Conant, Courtney Conant, uh, Shaylin Charles, Lauren Diaz, uh, Robin Pelton, Jason Pelton, uh, Lee and Denise Schrader, um, uh, Mitchell and his wife Stoltz. Um, so many people just in this corner that I have communion and fellowship with on Saturday nights and in multiple different times um, in life. Kathleen Stalaker, uh, if you don't know her, get to know her. This woman is a powerful power powder keg for the kingdom of God. Of love. She just exudes the love of Christ and uh, just an amazing, amazing person. Um, and, and, and again, these are going to be a lot of people that are kind of ministry-based that have ministered to me. So um, Mike Pena, my boy, uh, I love him, love his entire family, Whitney. Amazing people have helped me see things through a different lens as far as um, how to reach. Like Mike's reach is, is phenomenal. And he he just has such a way to relate to people. He, he, he reminds me of the verse where Paul says, I have become all things to all men that I might win some to Christ. And that's Mike, man. He's willing to go into those places. He's willing to do those things that not everybody's willing to do. And, and not, not, not everybody's willing to go and just be the love of Christ. And so, Mike, I love you, bro. Thank you. Um, Jason Getz, um, Ryan Emery, some guys I used to do ministry with back in the day. Uh, Jason is now the uh, District 119 representative, and he is climbing the ranks in uh, Topeka. And uh, so thankful for him and so thankful for what he brings to the table in that realm of understanding of what a godly man, um, the importance of a godly man in that role. So thankful for him, Ryan Emery, who has the best restaurant in Dodge City, Kansas, Prime on the Nine, shameless plug. If you haven't been, you better go. Such good food, such good atmosphere, such good people. He's um, just, he knows how to love, just exudes love as well. Amazing. Um, so many people, Jeff Heyer, a pastor at Nazarene Church in Dodge City. Guys, Jeff is my spiritual father. Like he is the one who checks on me, who calls me out of the blue, who seems to know when I'm treading on thin ice and uh, just calls at the right time. I'm so thankful for his obedience to hear, not only hear from the Lord, but to relay what he's hearing from the Lord. And I love that guy so much. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for being a good father to me. Um, love you, man. Um, speaking of fathers, my dad, hardest working person I've ever met in my entire life, 76 years old, still going strong, still unstoppable, uh, still moving like he's 25 most days, but, um, uh, just taught me so many good things, how to, how, how to maneuver in life and how to work hard for what you want and how to take care of what's yours. Uh, my mother, my goodness, my mom is one of my many heroes, overcame uh, just the demonic battle of addiction and is on the other side, literally pulling people out of the pit of hell that are battling it too. Still to this day, she's she is doing that and being very successful at that because she's being led by Jesus. She doesn't try to do it on her own. She really allows the Holy Spirit to lead 
her meetings with people, even if people are like strictly against the movement of the the movement of God and and Jesus and 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 God the Father and the Spirit, even if they're just vehemently against that, she's so loving and so caring and so nurturing as a good mom to kind of show them what the reality is and what the truth is and in hopes that they'll take a bite of that someday. And so love you, mom. Thanks for everything that you are and everything that you've taught me. You've taught me how to persist amongst trials and chaos. And I'm so thankful for you and so grateful for you. My brother, Swede, uh, who is one of my probably, you know, top three heroes. He is a firefighter. He is a hero at heart, always has been. It does not surprise me that as a profession that God chose for him because he uh, will just definitely run into the flames and grab those who are in trouble, even if they got themselves there. Um, I learned that firsthand as his little brother. I was in that place many times, but he was always the one to show up and pull me out. And again, one of the hardest workers I've ever met in my entire life um, has been blessed with a life that many would uh, just would love to have. And um, he's doing so well with it. He's stewarding the gift that God has given him so well in his home and in his community as a hero, as an everyday hero. You know, not everybody wakes up every day and gets to put on a hero's cape, but he does as a firefighter. And I'm so thankful for him. My sister, Sloan and Paige. Uh, Sloan is the epitome of a great mother and a great wife. She is such an encourager. Um, she keeps us together as the older sister. Her uh, her itineraries um, probably have kept some of us alive. And even, you know, hours away from each other, she has just been faithful to be able to check in and check up on all of us, make sure we're doing okay. And uh, just keeping things in line, always been the, the, the older sister that kind of takes care of the younger hens. Um, love her so much. So thankful for her. She has taught me how to be responsible because um, I have a really hard time with that sometimes. <laughs> and so thankful for you, sis. Love you, Paige. Uh, my other sister, she, guys, this is, she's one of the reasons I believe in the supernatural. Um, the, growing up, you know, she always had just this, this way of, of comprehending the supernatural realm and the things of God. And I always, uh, I always honored her for that because I, I didn't know what that looked like, but I knew she was experiencing it so I could glean from her. And this is a woman who has overcome so many obstacles in her life, but yet gives God all the glory. And she is so humble. Um, but if you mess with her family, she will snap back. I've seen this woman um, in the past uh, throw hands. And so not somebody you want to mess with, but here's the beauty of what God does. He, he turned that for good as well. And now she throws hands in the spirit. She is a spiritual sniper, much like my wife, and able to pick off demons in the supernatural and able to navigate life's purpose, looking first from the lens of heaven. Um, her and I are so much alike in so many ways, and I have, I'm just honored to be her little brother and to follow her lead in so many ways because she's just an amazing person and knows God by heart. So thank you, sis. I love you so much. Um, Joshua Smith, uh, pastor at Cross Connection Church. This this young man, um, this young this brother. I say young man. He's a brother. Um, he he just. I, I see somebody who God has entrusted 
with so much, you know, and he, he started out with he who was faithful and little. That story, um, I believe, exonerates the life of Josh Smith. He was faithful in little, and God has expanded what he has given him to be faithful in. And he is a, he's a, he's a man who cares deeply for his community and cares deeply about people entering into the kingdom of heaven. He is on a mission from God to see souls saved for Jesus Christ. And I will follow that all day long. I have been blessed to sit under him and under his teaching. I have been blessed to learn from him and his teaching. I've been blessed to hear uh, the words that God has given him. And he has such a powerful message because it comes straight from the heart of God and he is impacting so many people in his community. So I love you, bro. And I appreciate you so much while we're on the line of pastors, my pastor now, Michael Parati, uh, fire plug. This dude is a straight fire plug. He will preach the paint off the wall and the wall next door and the wall across town. He does not care. He is unapologetically moving in step with God. And I love that about him. He is uh, ferocious in preaching the word and getting people united in the faith to be able to move forward with what God has right now in this hour. And I'm so thankful that we get to sit under him. And I'm so thankful to get to listen to him every Sunday that I'm not preaching somewhere else and to sit and listen and glean and learn and write down. And, you know, he, he preaches just such a thick, such a thick word from God. And as I'm taking notes, you know, I'm reminded of just how powerful the word is. There's power in it. And he, he exonerates that power by preaching Jesus. And I'm so thankful for him. So I love you. And, and this goes Mike, Mike, I love you, but uh, this goes for the wives and the families too, for Josh, for Michael, for everybody, my sisters and their husbands and my brother and his wife, you know, uh, this, is a, this is a package deal. So when I say I love you, I mean all of you. Um, so many, many, many people that I could continue to talk about. And as I, you know, this is off the cuff tonight. So it's, uh, it's not something that I wrote down. It's not a bunch of names that I wrote down. It's just it's, I felt like I needed to do an episode of acknowledgement, whether it took five minutes or, or 50. Um, there's just people that need to be, um, just people that need to be talked about because every single one of us needs mentors in this life, guys. We cannot navigate life and its purpose without people. We were never meant to be alone. And, and one of the things that breaks my heart about the Christian culture is people will say, yeah, I'm a believer, but they never they never they forsake the fellowship of the saints. They don't believe in koinonia. And they'll say things like, yeah, I can get church at home on my TV and I'm just fine doing that. Well, yeah, you can, but you're forsaking the fellowship with the saints. And you're you're giving up your seat um, at the table with these people whom you should be growing with. And so that's why it's so important. And that's why I'm so blessed to have a community of people that uh, that care, that deeply care, that want to see growth, that desire fellowship and that desire um, the greater things of God. And we can run after those things together. And I think it's so much more exciting when you have somebody to share that with. And, and, and why this next brother's on my brain, I want to say his, I want to say that Aaron Packard uh, has been like a spiritual 
mentor to me. This, this, I've gleaned so much from him, so much understanding from him, so much just flat out, man, wisdom. I, I hear the name Aaron Packard. And anytime that I, I hear that name, wisdom comes to my mind. He is far ahead of his, his natural age in the spirit, as far as wisdom he's he's like a wise old man <laughs> and i'm so thankful for his the way his heart is is generated toward the father the way his heart is moved and motivated by the word of the father and by spending time in the secret place and 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 if you want to know how to fast if you want to know how to fast yes obviously read the scriptures but talk to somebody who knows how to fast you know, Aaron Packard will fast for as long as it takes to get a word from God. And I've always honored that from him is he's so adamant about hearing the voice of God and doing it in a way that is is biblical and structured around uh, the blueprint in the of, of the kingdom of heaven. And so I'm so thankful for him, bro. You bless me, you and Beth. And I just love seeing what God does with you guys. You're amazing. Thank you for being a part of my life. Um, gosh, there's so many different, there's so many people that I know that I could talk about on here. Um, Lori Mooney, uh, sorry, Lori Delgado. Now it is Delgado. Now uh, a sister of mine, best hugs on the planet. You'll never find anybody else that, that gives hugs like Lori other than Nick Harms. Nick Harms is another one. If you need a hug, go find Nick Harms. And oddly enough, they're both redheads. So uh, very cool there. There's something I don't know about that, but those two uh, amazing, just amazing people hug very well, love very well. Um, I just I honor them. I honor them for what they carry. Lori is just she ex she exonerates the love of Jesus in her hugs. And Nick, his his brain works in a, at a pace that I'm like envious of almost. I'm like, man, how do you even think that, you know, and, and he's just so intelligent in a way that that i can't even it's far beyond comprehension for me sometimes to, to to hear him and and to see him but every time i see him it's 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 a hug it's a straight up run over and hug and um one of the things that nick has taught me is that the words that he speaks are powerful because every time i hug him it, wherever it is in public at the quick show wherever the, at the coffee shop i hug him and I say, what's up, brother? How you? How are you? And he says, better every day. And I've never forgotten that from the first time I ever heard him say that. Better every day. That is so powerful because you're speaking life into a day that hasn't existed yet on our radar. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that knowledge that you carry, bro. Um, whew, so many people, so many, so many people ministerially um, that I can talk about. And I know I'm missing so many. And um, I don't mean to. I'll bring your name up on a different episode. I just really felt like tonight that an encouragement was needed um, to be said and acknowledgement was needed to be said about specific people. Oh, Mitch. Yeah, Mitch Moeller, the, this, uh, the, the brother that I did the podcast with last week. Holy moly. You talk about somebody who just can take one small seed and multiply, like watch the Lord multiply it through him. This is insane to me. Um He's so knowledgeable, the knowledge that this man carries and is willing to share. There's a lot of people that are knowledgeable, but they're scared to share it because they don't want anybody else to have it. Mitch is not that man. He gives knowledge 
freely. He understands that freely he has been given, freely he must give. And for that, I am eternally grateful for Mitch. He's not only taught me how to crush goals in the gym, but he's taught me how to crush demons in the spirit and crush crush it in the will of God for my life. And so I'm thankful for you, Mitch, bro. You're, a, you're an amazing man. I appreciate you. I appreciate your story. Um, Mike Lean, another one. Uh, this is a brother that's a Philly boy, um, been through a lot, been through a lot, but he has remained faithful. He has given his life dedicated to pulling others out of the same hell he was in, much like my mother, um, battled addiction, um, Mike was basically dead. Um, he was on a hospital bed dead. If you haven't watched that episode, I think it's the second one we did second or third. I can't remember, but go check that one out. Um, you can hear Mike's story, uh, shameless plug there. Um, dude's doing amazing things, um, in his own ministry. So go check him out. Rob Decker, another one did a, did an episode with him. So thankful for you, bro, what God has delivered you from. We've done a lot of episodes with a lot of men who have overcome addictive things, addictive principles, and and um, just amazing man of God, Rob Decker, kingdom fit. Dude knows how to work out and how to pull people into the kingdom. Has so many things set up out there in the springs. Uh, appreciate him and his and his willingness to to go back and get the ones that are often forgotten. So thank you, Rob. I love you, bro. Uh, my goodness. Drew, Drew Logan, uh, Drewcast has Drewcast podcast uh, network. Go check that out, dude's amazing. Love this brother. Um, just wants people to know the truth. Has a desire for people to know what's actually going on beyond the veil. And um, he's exposing things. I believe that the Lord is using him to expose the darkness that tries to hide. Um, but how many of you know that the, we are the light of the world, and we're we're not called to dance with demons. We're called to expose the evil, as the word says. And so. Um, thankful for Drew and and the ministry that God has given him. So uh, so good, man. Keep going, keep doing what you're doing, brother. Appreciate you. We're gonna do another episode at some point too. Uh, woo! So many people, man. Um, I'm trying to think who else we had on the podcast. Uh, just going through the list. Oh my goodness. Um, I would like to thank as well all the people um that, <laughs> i'm not gonna say it you know i, I think it, uh, so many platforms people are like i want to thank my haters for motivating me that's not what motivates me i have a lot of people that don't believe like me and i'm totally okay with that i don't really lose sleep over um somebody not being in a line with what i believe in um here's here's the only thing that makes me lose sleep at night, the fact that I could have done more than I did. That's the, that's it. There are nights that I stay awake thinking I should have prayed for that person. I should have prophesied over that person. I, I should have interceded for that person. I wonder what would have happened if I would have just did this and been obedient to what God asked me to do here. Those are the things that keep me awake at night, not, you know, somebody not agreeing with me on Facebook. So I'm learning that too. It's look, I was the first to clap back when somebody would say something against a post on social media or whatever. And I'm at the, I'm at this place where my peace is so important to me. I'm not going to lose it over a Facebook post. If you don't like what I said, you can either comment and I probably won't get back to you 
or you can just scroll on. Um, I don't, I'm not a person who's going to scan Facebook, try to find something I don't agree with and then post. Um, I would much rather talk to you face to face, have a conversation with you over coffee or something like that, rather than, you know, talk about your post or whatever. Um, and th th this is probably cause it's a little fresh. So <laughs> I'll probably bring it up anyway. Uh, but no, I, I don't have, man, here's the thing. I don't have time. There's people dying and going to hell, bro. Like I don't have time to argue theology with anybody on Facebook. Um, and that's just where I'm at right now. I'm at this place of, of contentment with the Lord, um, not complacent, but contentment. Um, I'm, I'm trying to learn to be content in all circumstances and be in a place where I can still receive knowledge from God instead of being distracted by things that just don't deserve my attention. And so uh, nothing against anybody. I mean, I will have a conversation with anybody. You know, this podcast kind of took a turn here. We were talking about acknowledgments, but I think it's it needs to be noted, you know, like we cannot give up our peace. Like it's just it was it was costly. That peace was paid for with the price. And when we just serve it up on a platter to somebody and say, after one sentence, you know, lose our cool and there goes our peace. Like, it's just not worth it to me. I used to be that way. I used to want to debate all day long because I was so competitive within myself that I had to be competitive with everybody else. But I'm in a place now where I am in complete contentment. I, I, I have things that are, are still at unrest. But God's showing me how to receive rest amongst the chaos. You know, I did a funeral today for a 19-year-old kid who lost his life in, a, in an accident, along with another 20-year-old, uh, 20, 20, somewhere around there, year old, um, in the same vehicle. Um, there was three of them, and two of them didn't make it out after the wreck. And so I'm sitting at this... Um, this service with probably 500 plus people. I mean, it was huge. There were, there was standing room only and people spilling out the door. And I felt so blessed to be a part of this, this gathering today. Um, and just sitting there looking at all these people that this young man whom his life had impacted and, and the gospel was preached and the kingdom was proclaimed and, and, and God did amazing things in there. There's some testimonies that came out of that immediately that I, I don't feel led to share tonight, but I will maybe at some point. Um, but those are the types of things where my focus is. I have to take care of these people who are hurting. I don't have time to argue with somebody on Facebook. This is the position that God has put me in. He's actually set me up to be a part of what's happening in this place right now. And if I let all these other distractions around me cloud my vision, then I'm, I'm kind of spitting in the face of God and saying, thanks for giving me the vision, but I've got to take care of this over here. No, he's actually, he's made things real clear. God will make things really clear to us, you know, and faith isn't blind. I've heard that say, well, you know, blind faith is where we move as Christians. It's not blind. It's the, it's the substance of things hoped for. So there is substance there. Okay. There is substance in faith. It's the evidence of things unseen. It means that the things that are unseen have evidential power. There's actually evidence of the things that aren't seen. So Again, talking about that spiritual realm, there's things going on in the heavenlies that God does absolutely download to us, and he will give us vision, and he will give us um, understanding, and he'll give us hope to be able to carry out the plan that he has for us. But faith, faith is absolutely needed 
to do that. And so he, he moves us in faith. And so, you know, as I was looking at that's, and I'm going back to that faith, the word faith, because that's what the service was kind of based on today. That's what I, the message that I, that I preached on was faith, you know, even at, um, even in dire moments where, where we're, we're uh, doing a service for a 19 year old kid. And, and, you know, I think that we get to a place where things happen in our lives and we, our first notion is to act out or, 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 or uh, allow our emotions to take over rather than just believe that we have the faith to move mountains. We have the faith to speak to things and they, they can be, that mountain can be cast out into the sea. The mountain in front of us can be moved. And so it, it's about the power of your words. And, and that's another thing that like I'm saying as I'm trying to be real careful with what I say, because I'm going to be held accountable for every word that comes out of my mouth. I'm well aware of that. And so anyway, um, the acknowledgement that I have for pastors and ministers, the, uh, the honor that I have for pastors and ministers just grows every day as I am one. And I'm constantly thinking about pastors and ministers. Like if that is your calling, I am just know that you're on my prayer list. I may not even know you by name, but I'm thinking about you because it's such a high call and it's going to cost you everything. It's going to crush you. It literally will crush you. If you pick up that call that God has placed in your heart, it's going to crush you. The anointing that he places on your life is going to crush you. And if you're willing to walk through that, and that's why I'm acknowledging these people, because I see that they have picked up that call on their life. And I know they have been crushed for it. I know the weight of ministry, trust me. But the light momentary affliction that we are, that we are experiencing now will not compare to the eternal weight of glory that's going to be revealed to us. Come on, somebody. It's, it's going to hurt. It's going to crush you. It's going to refine you, but you are going to grow from it. I truly believe that. I, I don't honestly want to follow any ministers who haven't been through it. I don't want to follow anyone who, who has been handed a ministry on a silver platter with no problems. With no, Because look, you do not grow in places where it's super simple. I allude this to the gym so many times. When... You go to the gym, you work out, you break down your muscles, you break them down, it hurts, but what happens? They regenerate and they grow. It's the same thing in our faith. We are, do, we are literally working out our faith. We're working out our salvation with fear and trembling. And when we do that, our spiritual muscles are broken down, but they are rebuilt far greater and far stronger than they were before. God, I don't believe, gives anybody an easy road that he calls. I just don't believe that. I, if, if, if you're called to do something, your road is going to be narrow. It's not going to be wide. It's going to be narrow, and few find it. But this road that we're called to walk on as ministers is going to crush us. It crushed Jesus, the, the eternal creator, the one who spoke the world into existence, had to go through crushing. He was betrayed by his friend. More, than, He was betrayed by a couple friends, right? He had to be nailed to a cross. He had to be stripped naked in front of a public square of people. He had to take lashings. 
He had stakes drove through his wrists and through his ankles. Okay, listen, his crushing costed him something. He was writhing in pain the night before he ever even experienced the crucifixion. He was sweating drops of blood, the Bible says. His calling, his anointing, the call on his life costed him his life. And your call is going to cost you your life as well. That's, I believe that the most powerful ministers aren't always in the limelight. They're not the ones that are always getting the big hoorahs and the big, the big shows. They're the ones who are willing to be faithful and obedient to what God has called them to, even when it hurts. Those are the most powerful stories because you don't know who they're going to impact down the road. There's going to be people after, well, long after you're gone, if Christ hasn't called us home yet, but there's going to be people long after you're gone that have heard the story of the testimony of Jesus Christ in your life when you remain faithful. How do I know that? Because we have those fathers in the faith like Billy Graham. We have those fathers in the faith like Peter, like Paul, like John, like Mark. Come on. We have all like Moses, Abraham. All these men are still talked about. Thousands of, and, and even women, Mary Magdalene, right? Come on. All these women, all these men that have been faithful to complete the task that God has put in front of them thousands of years later, we're still talking about them. It's important to be faithful to what God has called you to. That's why I want to acknowledge and honor these people tonight. And there's a, there's a thousand more I could say, and I probably will at some point, but I wanted to keep this one semi-short tonight. School is started and we are trying to get in the groove of that. So I love y'all. Let me pray for you. And stay tuned because the next episode after this one drops, I promise you is going to bless your socks off. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for the ability that you've given us to see things from the lens of heaven. You have not called us to walk in life just getting by. You've called us to a supernatural life, a life that is, that is beyond what the eye can see. I'm so thankful that Jesus has closed the gap between your wrath and humanity. We can stand in the righteousness. We can be clothed with the robe of righteousness because of the blood of Jesus, because of the spoken word, because the word became flesh, dwelt among us, hung on a cross, and was resurrected from the grave the third day. Hallelujah. That is our hope. That what was done once was done well enough and good enough for eternity. Thank you for being good to us, God. Thank you for the fathers and, and the mothers and the brothers and sisters in the faith that help us grow in ours. God, we honor you tonight. We bless your name. May we remain holy as you are holy. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, love y'all. Be blessed. Go subscribe to the channel. Go rate, subscribe, review, and share it. Okay, always love hearing from you guys. Have a blessed night. See you.